big rocks and all that sort of thing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, millions of fans. And readers. And readers, especially VIP readers. Welcome to the new issue. <laughs> Welcome to a very special very edition, special. very special yeah. edition of the, in very sort of plain, plain type, W. Mick Wall podcast, in ornate letters, starring Hollywood's own Johnny James Rodney. You see, you were telling me that is a T-shirt idea from a reader. It is. And I think it's a brilliant <laughs> idea. Do you? You'll be amazed to know. Whoever thought of that. Give yourself a pat on the back yeah. because that's merchandising genius. That is. I'm even willing to cut you in to a small degree. Well, hang on. Send your send your, send your details in on a on a on the back of a postcard. Yeah. To, I'll, I'll give you John's email address yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> so John, sorry, I was just gulping tea there. Um, we've got a packed show. We've we got far too much to talk about, but we're going to lead. With on the big story that I uncovered. Well, give us a burst, John. Give us a burst. Well, <laughs> no, let, let's say, because in the, in the last issue... Oh, yeah. We need to qualify this by saying we spoke about the sad demise ah, of yes. Mr. Chris Overland. Chris Overland. Guitarist in... FM. FM, as you know. Not AM, you're, FM. You're a big fan of, of FM. Absolutely. Hey, um, look, brother of I'm, Steve, I'm punching Overland. my chest. Brother of Steve Overland, yeah, uh, singer in FM, yeah. <laughs> Making gestures like you don't know who it is. I know who that is. Don't yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah. What's your favourite FM track? Uh, well, my favourite FM track is probably "Every Time I Think of You." Oh, oh it's move a little closer. Yeah. Marvelous. It really yeah. is AOR masterpiece from the Tough It Out album. Oh, yeah. and and you Going know what all my the way back one is? to about 1987. <laughs> what is it, Meg? Track three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it would be. Yeah. Well, hey, that's everybody's favourite, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So listen, you you hold, hold so the anyway, phone. So we were oh, sorry, we, dis- yeah, yeah. we discussed. Sorry, yes. Chris Overland. We did, and I went home, and oh, it it was on my mind. It really. <laughs> It wouldn't let you it rest. Let me, no, so I was Googling around because you, I think you said something idiotic and I thought, I'm going to disprove this. Me? You, yeah. Idiotic? And I stumble on this, oh, hang on, because st- I find, and then I remembered as, as the Google machine threw it up, Chris Overland, Steve Overland, the Brothers Overland, were in a band before FM that was called Wildlife, right. which in my head is always called Wildfire, but it's not. It's Wildlife. They're mm. called Wildlife. Yes. And they were in it with Phil Suzanne. Isn't it Susan? Well, I don't know. Suzanne. Phil, Phil Suzanne. Suzanne. That's how I say it. Phil Suzanne. Okay. Yeah. I'm how sure you're you say not right. Yeah. So what? <laughs> you're the... Well, 
As Phil you know, used the, to say to me. You're the rock me, authority. As Phil used to say to me, he says to me, don't call me Suzanne. Call me Susan. Susan. I said, how about Soupson? Yeah. Phil Soupson. But, but, but I always thought he was an Americano. Oh, did you? Yeah, but no, but he's obviously not. Evidently not. No. But anyway, from the from the ashes of the wildfire. Wildlife. Wildlife. I've done it again. I've done it again. I do think they're called wildfire, but they're not. They're called wildlife. Yes. Um, Phil Susan, Susan, (laughs) Susan, whatever his name is, the American bloke. (laughs) (laughs) American French chef. Yeah. He (laughs) then finds himself somehow, uh, who knows, replacing the bomber Bob Daisley (laughs) in Blizzard of Oz or whatever Ozzy then called I think by then... They've they just called of, Ozzy, just got rid Ozzy of Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne, just that. They're making an album. That Ozzy's uh, lost uh, Randy Rhodes, obviously, for obvious reasons, in the old plane crash. He's then burned through, was it Brad Gillis who came in initially? Temporarily. Yeah. Plus also Bernie Torme. Yeah, Bernie Torme had done it. And he settles on a new guitarist, Mr. Jake E. Lee. I think, that's how, you, I think, I think that's how you pronounce it, isn't it? Jake E. Lee. Yeah. 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 Jake E. Lee. Yeah. 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 Not Soupçon. <laughs> no. Or Suzanne. So all of a sudden he's got this glittery new band. He's got Phil Soussaint. <laughs> and he's got Jake E. Lee. And on drums. Was it Tommy Average? No. Who was it? Randy Castillo. Oh, maybe it was Randy Castillo. Yeah. Castillo. Because after uh, Randy Rhodes died... They did Bark at the Moon. That was the first time with Jake e. Lee, but that was... Was Jake it, e. Lee on Bark at the Moon? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Was oh, he? Oh, oh, it was oh. Phil Susan. Bark at the Moon. How'd it go? Uh, 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 uh. Was Phil Susan on Bark at no, the Moon? No, 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 no. That was still Tommy Average, Uncle Bob Daisley. Oh, Bob Bob was still in there at that time, yeah. 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 Um, and Jakey Lee on guitar. And as we know from the days of Crank, Bom- Bomber Bob was forever falling. Every, every time an Aussie album came out, Bomber Bob realised he wasn't getting his getting his due, as they yeah, say. Yeah, I know. H- hard to believe. Hard that, to believe that, that he wrote was... all the songs, allegedly, <laughs> and then Aussie had a writing credit. Who knows how? Well, he provides the melody. He does, yeah. See, that's the thing. He does. Hey, Bob, I'll provide the melodies. You write the fucking words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there you go. So, so it's a fair yeah. exchange. It's, absolutely. Bob Daisley gets it. He goes, I'm going to bark at the moon or whatever it goes because <laughs> I'm a, it's that time of the month that I bark at the moon or however. But Bob's not got the tune in his head. Ozzy's the one who goes, gets hold of the bark at the moon. Bark at the moon. Yeah. See, <laughs> melody. Bang. Right there. Right there. The king. Written melody. by... Ozzy Osbourne well, stroke Bob Daisley. Probably well, stroke Jakey Lee, because well, Jakey's got to come up with a solo, hasn't Well, he? actually, Bark at the Moon, the album, I've mentioned this before. Oh, On you? the back it says, written, performed and produced by Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, uh, he produced it as well. Ozzy showed, showed me the scene going, what do you fucking reckon of that? I couldn't produce a fart. <laughs> he goes, that's all Sharon. It's all Sharon. Like. <laughs> We know. Yeah, we, yeah, we so kind of guessed that. Next album is The Ultimate Sin. That's right, yes. And as I was saying to you, I went out and bought that. Did you? I was just a young pup. I was very excited that it was this new 
record bars he was coming out because he had a most fantastic lead-off single it that did. I think I'd seen on the telly. That's right. Yeah. Which was A Shot in the Dark. A Shot in the Dark. Which I checked before we... Well, I was doing our deep dive research session. Yeah. Uh, I checked on a thing called Wikipedia. So yeah, I, don't I don't know if you know, know that. I probably know what that is. No. I um, used to look in the uh, <laughs> Encyclopedia of Heavy Metal by Mr... Derek Oliver. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, I remember when that right. came out about 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. it's still relevant. Of course. Oh, it yeah. wasn't relevant then, mate. I don't <laughs> know about now. It's still waiting for relevance, I think. Relevance has yet to be bestowed. Well, that's but where I look anyway. On, on, on uh, yes, of course. You, did you go to a shelf and blow the cobwebs? Yeah, it's exactly the, like that. Volume. Yeah, there it is. Bring it down. <laughs> a, you know, ACDC, Aerosmith. Accept. Well, accept or even they before they before ACDC accept alphabetically. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, No, no, no. This is this is uh, Amondul on the album. Do you remember them on the album? uh, It says written by Phil Soupçon and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, the shot in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah, and I thought great single. And I saw Jakey Lee was on TV doing. You know, and he. He looked cool he then, did. Jake. He was, you know, really, he was, he was really great good on stage, guitar. I tell you. Really good on stage. Great solo he played. Ozzy, he was in the sort of um, yeah, the full, back comb, yeah. wasn't it? The full was, mid-80s. Was he put it to me at the time. I look like a fucking fat Joan Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Which he did, bless He him. did a bit, yeah. Yeah. Because that album was made just after Sabbath had done Live Aid in the summer of 85. Yeah. And I was there and they were looking. <laughs> I was sitting with him when they were watching it, you know, the repeats later on on the telly. And he goes, fucking hell, like a fat Joan Collins. <laughs> and nobody argued. Nobody said, oh, no. No, no. no. God, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. So, so I'm going to play you something. For those of you, most people remember a shot in the dark. It's just a, a shot, shot in the dark. One step away from you. Just a I shot. I think harmonies are meant to be at the that's, same yeah, time. Yeah, but that's because you're out of time. You're Lars no, Ulrich. No, no. You know, you're, <laughs> oh, Lars is at the door. <laughs> Thank you, no, Lars is... That's is that you in, again, that, Lars? Yeah, that's just him walking up the footpath. <laughs> he, it's a favourite drummer. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, so we rem- we all remember a shot in the dark. Now, see if this demo from nineteen eighty three should nineteen eighty three. You say that's what it says. Nineteen eighty three, which is well before three years before. Yeah. yeah. Listen to this. Hit it, Mick. Oh no! Oh, I for fuck's wrong- sake! Oh no, hang on, I pressed the wrong button, hang on. Oh, here we go. He, that was Tommy Vance, he said wildfire. Oh, there we go. Oh, hang on, hang on. Hang That's on, it, hang let on. it go. Oh, I thought you told me to stop. Shut up, you foolish man. Oh, you want me man. to shut up. Uh, 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 uh. Sounds like I'll see. Slow though. Yeah, it needs. 
need stars to speed it up. <laughs> oh, it's good though, isn't it? It's good. For a demo, it sounds bloody good. Different uh, lyrics. Different, yeah. Yeah. See, chasing, chasing the night away. Well, in 1983... That's what I was saying. Chasing the night away was a perfectly acceptable lyric that hadn't been heard a million times. <laughs> but by 86, unfortunately, yeah. due to it the onset to of... Dementia. Coverdale, Bon Jovi, and every other generic rock artist you could... Not Coverdale, no, but you know what I mean. That generic... I do know what you mean. Yeah. I know exactly what you there mean, you Mick. Go, I'm you with said, you. I'm with you well, on they, this one. Chasing the night away. They got that's like crying in the rain. Yeah. They got rid of that. Got rid of all that stuff. So let's cut back to oh. last week, and I'm doing oh. my <laughs> deep dive to disprove whatever stupid thing it is you said. No, I, I very rarely say anything. Stupid. And I go, oh, wildlife, wildfire, whatever they're called. Go on to the old YouTube. Someone says, oh, they've got some music on there that you can listen to. You know what were they like? Okay, but. There are, as you would have heard on there, <laughs> Mr. Steve Overland. Oh, yes. On the vocals there. I was thinking he sounds a, he's a fantastic singer, but he's got a very slight touch of Bruce Forsyth in his voice. What? You know, Bruce used to go. <laughs> you know, Bruce Forsyth used to go, oh, well, well, yeah, good game, good game, good game. He's got, a, if you listen to him a lot, he's got a tiny, tiny bit of that in his voice. But anyway, he's a tremendous singer. Hang on, hang on. You're saying Steve Overland. Yeah, sounds a bit like Bruce Forsyth on occasion. To see you not. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, when he's going, good game, good game. <laughs> he does, he does. No, Play it again, play it again. Go on, go on, do it. To see you nice. Good game, good game. <laughs> Give us a twirl. Give us a twirl. Just a tiny bit, but he's a fantastic singer. He's a really fantastic singer. Once you hear it, you can't unhear it. No, I you will hear it. You will. You will unhear it before I've heard it. You will hear it. Will I? I'll send you some songs where he does it more overtly than he did. So anyway, Steve Overland, Chris Overland, doing the. Very well, very oh, yeah. well, very well, good. Slow, good game, good game, Chris, good game. As Steve used to say. Nice to see you. On the guitar tonight, Mr. Chris Overland. Chris, give us a twirl. That's how he used to go. Uh, yeah. And then on the bass, Mr. Phil Soussaint. And what does it say? I, 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 I sent it to you immediately. I thought immediately. Immediately. What do I do? I'll send it to the boss man. Thank you. I'll send yes. it to Mr. Mick Wall. Yeah, because the investigative journalist. So what Part do you think excellence. of this, Mick? I'm sure I've heard this song somewhere before, <laughs> but that could just be me. You know. And what did I that say? That could just be me. I don't think you replied for no, a couple I of days. No, I don't suppose you I, I just looked at it two minutes. What does it say underneath the video? Uh, it says. Overland's wildlife version of Shot in the Dark 
that would end up on Ozzy Osbourne's The Ultimate Sin in 1986. Oh, it says there's more, but there isn't. Um, yeah. So, so you dig around a little bit further, as you do on the old internet. Oh, yeah. And I found uh, an interview with Steve Overland from about 2015. Was he interviewed by someone called Dave Ling? Uh, I can't. No, I don't think it was. It was on quite Were they obscure. ever interviewed by anybody other than you or Dave Ling? No, I don't think I ever interviewed FM because Dave Ling always <laughs> interviewed FM. And uh, if, Dave, if Dave didn't do it, Paul Elliott did it. Although we did have a, we had a hilarious, their drummer was uh, Pete Jupp. For some reason, was known as Johnny Jupp. And we had a hilarious evening with him. I mean, he was a really funny bloke, Pete Jupp. Him and Merv Goldsworthy he was the bass player. They were very funny. Um, I remember having like a hilarious evening with them somewhere once, but it, wasn't, any it wasn't an interview. You can produce no, no. Paul Elliott, did, Paul Elliott, did, I think did to them what you did to Thunder, and he once kicked their drum kit over when he was trying to do backing vocals. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it on Shot in the Dark? No, I don't know what it was on. Uh, but anyway, F, uh, uh, I don't think I ever... But Steve Overland did this interview where he was asked about Shot in the Dark. <clears throat> and he said, well, obviously the connection was Phil Susan. Susan, Susan. <laughs> Can we decide on a pronunciation for the, the rest true of this? pronunciation. Should we just call him Phil for the rest Susan. of this? Susan. Susan. Okay, Phil Susan obviously went to Aussie and Aussie's trying to knock together a record. And it comes up with this fucking... I've got a song, Shot in the Dark. And it appears on the Aussie album as written by Phil Susan and Ozzy Osbourne. And uh, you might need to check this for me now because I would, <laughs> heaven forbid, want to libel anyone. But I don't believe the Overlands have a writing credit on the Aussie album, on the Aussie version of it. Do you know, now, I, I'm not even sure if Phil Susan had one. I think he does. I think he does. I think he does now. Yeah. Oh, right. Originally, I don't know. Oh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe he did. I mean, I you could check. Way. You could just check on the internet. No. To establish whether... He, but uh, Steve... And Steve was asked... Because obviously, I mean, it was a huge hit. I think it uh, it was Aussie's biggest ever single, as uh, far as I that, know. Up, up to up that to point, that certainly. Point. Yeah, Because oh, yeah, later, later he's had bigger yeah. hits. But up to that point... Because he's obviously, this is back in the day of, he was selling millions of albums yeah. and was on like MTV a lot, but wasn't necessarily selling millions of singles because Aussie fans would buy the album rather than go out and buy the single or what have you. Yeah. But Shot in the Dark was a big lead-off single. It was. Um, and it did very well in both America and Europe. Do you know who else was in Wildlife? <laughs> Simon Kirk of Bad Oh, Company. that's right, he was. Yes, Simon Kirk, yeah. On the old drums. On the old drums, yeah. So that, play it again, Mick. Play it again. Play it again, Sam. On the vocals, Mr. Bruce, Mr. Steve Bruce <laughs> Overland. See, it's sort of slinky, isn't it? Slinky and sultry. Yeah, it's sort of slick. It's not like the Aussie version, which is a lot more straightforward rock. And faster. Yeah, and far, much faster, yeah. Yeah, more, more sort of MTV in the... In the 90s, in the 80s, whatever 80, it was. Late 80s. Late yeah. 80s, yeah. But, Mid-80s. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, but Overland was asked about this, and he said it's it's been 
And you'll be astonished to hear <laughs> it's been a subject of some dispute since 1986. Surely. This is in 2015, by the way, which is, you know, what, 40, almost 40 years later. Well, just to, just um, to add, add to the stew here, going off Wikipedia, which is never wrong. Um, uh, this is interesting. I'll tell you why in a sec. On... Um, future re-releases and compilations after 2000 uh, Shot in the Dark wasn't included on um, what? on, 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 on yeah really? they took it off um, so let me tell you let me tell why you. the fuck would you buy the ultimate sin if it didn't have Shot in the Dark on it this is years later right? right. this is the year 2000 this is 15 years later right. and they're putting out you know the inevitable Extra tracks or whatever the fuck, except mine. The new, the new, not extra tracks, minus yeah, tracks. Yeah, fewer tracks, yeah. Minus get, the get hit. your new issue of The Ultimate Sin, minus <laughs> the big hit single. Roll up, roll up. It says here on Wikipedia, which, which must always be true. true. Always true. Despite the commercial. The thing about, great thing about Wikipedia is no one can just go on there and edit it. No. No. no this is, you this could, is like the Bible. That's why it's fact. Fact. Yeah. Right, here's a fact. Shot in the Dark was originally... Oh, no, wrong bit. Despite the commercial success of Shot in the Dark, it was notably omitted from various re-releases and further compilations after 2000, widely believed to be the result of the aforementioned authorship issues, along with other legal disputes from Phil Susson and Bob Daisley. Yeah, see... So there is there are many moving parts to this, of which the Overland brothers are probably, you know, not amongst the most uh, complex, shall we, or difficult, shall we say? Because uh, Steve's comment was along the lines of, and I'm paraphrasing, Aussie has been great about this. You know, probably had a chat with Aussie. You know, but we it is still, and this is 2015. It's still unresolved. Because clearly, I mean, all joking aside, clearly you cannot listen to that demo and say it's a different song. No. It has different lyrics and it's rec- it's arranged differently, but it's the same song. Well, it's what they call reworked. Yeah, well, it is. It's arranged differently. It's 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 got the same title. It has slightly different lyrics. Um, you know, so this be where Bob comes. Yeah, in. so there's definitely a co-authorship there and a rearrangement. I mean, if you're yeah, let's look at it from the other side. You are Steve and Chris Overland working away in your band, which is, you know, mid-level successful, probably getting you a living, but you're not living high on the hog. Right. And all of a sudden, one of your songs is recorded by Ozzy. You're not going to object to that. You're not going to say, well, no, I don't want you to record it because, you know... It has other benefits, you know. If, if your name is on it, you not only get the royalty, but people are thinking, "Hey, hang on, these guys write great songs." But their name have wasn't they got, on it. Was yeah, it? have they got exactly? Yeah. So in fact, I'm in fact it, until you brought all this up, I had no idea that this was I, a I honestly, pre-FM song. I had no memory of it. I thought maybe I kind of slightly remembered it afterwards, but that could just be a false memory syndrome. And you know, you were saying how was it? Steve Overland said Ozzy had been very good about yeah. it. Yeah, it says here. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Uh, Aussie has always... Oh, fucking hell, I lost it. Um... Just bear with us, readers. <laughs> well, there's a quote which I can't find because I'm hurrying to find it. But Ozzy says he's always hated that album. Right, yeah, yeah. Because, But I don't know why, because that was his biggest hit in America since Sabbath at the time. Um, but without meaning to cast aspersions, interesting to note that Phil Susan never played on another Ozzy album. Right, yeah. So he obviously, did the album and the yeah. tour and Bosch. So obviously, Susan was the link with this song. I mean, that you can follow that path fairly easily. Well, he's obviously coming with a cassette. He's, yeah, gone, coming on. This, this is a great song. What about this? Mm. He gets a writing credit on it initially mm. with Ozzy. Mm. The Overlands don't. Simon Kirk doesn't. I don't know if Simon Kirk had a writing credit on the Wildfire Straight Wildlife version. It doesn't say, yeah. Um, and then Bob Daisley, who, as we know, has disputed authorship of lots of Ozzy's material from that era, saying that he wrote it and then was taken off the credits. Um, he is also involved in legal disputes around this album. So you know, make of that <laughs> what you will. But uh, it was interesting that Steve said Ozzy's been great about it because I imagine Ozzy would. I mean, Ozzy would probably give you his last two quid yeah. to go down to the bus stop. You know, yeah. it, it, he's got a generous nature, I'm sure. But yeah. we all know that it's probably not Ozzy you need to be dealing with no, if right. you want to resolve this matter. No, that's he's, right. You know, let's state the obvious. He's not a lawyer. <laughs> well, and, and let's also just point something out that Phil Susson, yeah, who was... In the group, in the video too, I believe, fleetingly, and gets a co-writing credit. Um, his dismissal, I can't remember the exact details because it's such a long time ago, but I was close to the camp in those days. And I was told it was basically, yeah, he's a troublemaker, you know. He's, he's, he, 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 he speaks up too much. And I'm right. thinking... Hmm. Yeah. You know what that's about? Because I don't think he gets any other credit on the album. Maybe he does. I don't think so. Or did he bring any other Steve Overland songs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's the old Colonel Tom Parker um, attitude, which I don't. I, I'm not, I, I don't find it that problematic. No, Phil's not credited on anything else. Um, you know, Elvis Presley never wrote a song in his life. No, but it was credited on. Yes, on yeah. every hit he ever had. Yeah. And and he would say, Colonel Tom would say to the people, look, you can have 100% of nothing, or you can have 50% mm. of an Elvis Presley hit. Yeah, but I think the point is that offer was never made. You know, it was, it, 
it was never well you can have a right you know you look at the credit of some hits these days and it's got about five writers on it they've not all sat down at the same time and written the song no. it's the song has gone through a process before it's become a hit for whoever you know and this is what happened with shot in the dark is that it began as a you know slow slinky sultry wildlife song and ended up as an upbeat Aussie song with different lyrics. Well, obviously, slightly if, different. If, if you've been the one who wrote it originally, you're not going to say that is my version of the song. But equally, you know, you generated the basis of the song and deserve a portion of the royalty for it. Well, I would suggest. I, I'll put you in touch with Sharon. Yeah, and I'm sure she will hear you out. Well, I'm sure, but uh, you, you know, it's. it's in the interests of fairness, you have to say, the writing credit should at least be restored, shouldn't it? See, that's the trouble with you FM fans. You know, you're like Trump supporters. You know, you, yeah. you can only see MAGA. Yeah, You, know, you can right, only see yeah. FM. Yeah. For you, yeah. FM have always been treated very badly. Yes. Yeah. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, John. That's very true. Well, we're going to do what we're going to do. Another shoulda, woulda, coulda, weren't we? Well, I forgot oh, what really, it is. Sorry. Because you, as you were mentioning, as I was mentioning, Chris Overland, that now oh, yes. sadly departed, but excellent guitarist who played on Shot in the Dark and on all of FM's good stuff in the early days. Um, you were talking about Vito Bratta for I some was reason. indeed. Now, who remembers who Vita, Vito... <laughs> What's his fucking name? Vito Brat. <laughs> Who remembers? Who remembers that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Sexy guy. At the time. I, I can't remember him. Well, uh, you know White, White Lion. I do he know was White Lion. guitarist in White Lion. Yeah. And everybody always used to uh, critique White Lion in their peak years by saying Mike Tramp, the vocalist, was like a, a lightweight David Lee Roth. And Vito... Yeah, but Mike Tramp was a kind of good-looking guy, wasn't he? So was David Lee Roth. Yeah, so was David. Yeah, I'm not saying he wasn't. Uh, but, you know, the blonde hair. I yeah. mean, if you look at those videos, was it Tell Me? Was that their hit? Mike Tramp is literally wait, doing that. Wait, wasn't it? Wait, wait. Yeah, wait. Yeah. Mike Tramp's literally doing that Roth thing uh, yeah, in the video yeah, yeah, with yeah, the hair. Yeah. Um, and Vito was very much the Eddie Van. I mean, he, yeah. there is a, you know, they could There's be, a correlation. There's a correlation. Yeah. Um, and it says here that before... He formed the legendary White Lion with the legendary Mike Tramp. That he almost, he coulda, woulda, perhaps shoulda joined Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, no way. And he could have played on Shut in the Dark. One step away from you. Maybe Ozzy would have sung White. Got a white. Fucking White. White. What's that one? Um, Written by Bob Daisley and Ozzy Osbourne. So, Mike Tramp. And White Lion, but especially Mike Tramp, used to be big friends with uh, a photographer. Oh, I thought you were going to say he used to be big friends with Dante, because I remember Dante phoning me up. Uh, going, Would you like to come and see White Lion at the marquee? <laughs> we're all going. And I that, did. That, the voice is more like that. Yeah, you know, well, Hello, like, like Michael Caine. A little bit like a Michael Caine, <laughs> but not quite as pronounced. <laughs> and also, he would sort of show up off. Yeah, he, yeah. he did. You, would you like to come and see White Lion? 
you know why? Because Dante used to hair. have a lion's mane of he hair. Did. He would be twirling it while he's yeah, like, while he you, was talking. Would you imagine someone's? But also twirling. back in the day when you were putting together a, a Kerrang list, you had to phone about thirty people. <laughs> would you like to come and see what? Like, oh, okay, and then oh, would you like to come and see what? And this is the old days when you when you dialed a phone, you didn't have like a everyone on a speeder. You had to no. go oh one six one yeah. But probably not. But so, uh, White Line, the usual story, big for one album. Next album, not so much. Yeah. Next thing, they're gone. They're gone, they're baby. They're gone, baby. They've gone back to wherever it was. Norway, was it? Or Sweden, Mike Tramp was from? I can't remember. Don't but... look at me like that. You know he was. <laughs> Fucking no. Um, anyway, no, he you stayed in say, LA. He stayed in LA. You were and he say, formed Fight. Well, you were going to say Ross Halfing. Yes. Oh. So, you know, Ross hates everybody. Yeah. Except but, for Jimmy Page. But very occasionally, there'll be one rock star he really likes. So, Jimmy Page. Yeah. I don't know if he likes him or not, really. He just likes, you know, they've to got say. A, they've got a... They're frenemies. Yeah. <laughs> Best frenemies. <laughs> Best frenemies, yeah. Um... But one of the ones he absolutely adored was Mike Tramp. Right. You know? <laughs> um, and and we were having dinner at the Sunset Marquee. Yeah. And Mike Tramp wanted to order a really expensive bottle of wine. And I'm like, yeah, let him, let him. And Ross is like, no, don't be stupid. That's like $200 a bottle. And Mike, trying not to be an arsehole, but he's like... Well, Ross, hey, you know, I, I can afford it at this point. Oh, fuck, you know what? So you can afford it. So we... It's like, Ross, shut yeah, up. Just drink the lovely... Fucking wine. Drink the lovely wine. I'm like, Mike, get a couple of bottles. Yeah, yeah. Make a I'll night take, of it. I'll take one back with me, yeah. <laughs> a couple, maybe. One for Ron. Yeah. So, um, a few drinks, and that's when you start asking the stuff you really want to know. Yeah. And I said to him, so what's going on with Vito? Why aren't you guys out there... Because this is before... Slightly before grunge. And um, and he goes, oh, Vito. He goes, I don't even know where to begin. And Ross goes to me, he goes, listen, here's the deal with Vito, right? He's got nothing going on. Nothing going on. Ask him a question, he don't know. You know why? He's got nothing going on. <laughs> I was like, oh, so Vito's yeah. got nothing going on. Yeah. He goes, thick as shit. I was like... <laughs> bit much Ross. Yeah. You don't have to be a Harsh. brainiac to play guitar. Play the guitar. You just got to be able to play the guitar. And Mike's kind of going, well, no, no, he's pretty, you know, you know, he's a good guy, you know. <laughs> Thick as shit. Just, all right, Ross. <laughs> Shut up now. Yeah. That's a lovely story. That's a lovely yeah. story I wanted to share with it's you. a lovely story from back in the day. But it also guess. says that Vito coulda, woulda, shoulda yeah. joined Kiss. Kiss. <laughs> I'd love Kiss to get a guitarist like that. It'd be hilarious. I wonder what makeup he'd wear. Yeah, and I wonder, but it would just be funny, wouldn't it, to have them to have a sort of Eddie Van Halen style guitarist who's got nothing going on, yeah. <laughs> overshadowing Gene Paul. Ooh, I don't know there? if that's possible. Because well, I tell you how we should uh, close the show. Oh, we're closing it now, are we? Well, I don't know. What's the time? <laughs> I think they've had enough. No, I don't think so. Okay, I think they've had enough. A couple more enough. items yet. Go on. Well, because there is an item concerning Mr. Paul Stanley. Which we're going to segue, segue very into, smoothly yeah. into. Yeah. So go. I don't think Vito, nothing going on, yeah. would overshadow Gene and Paul. What, you don't think if, you know... No, no, I don't. 
He's got the fly swatter, and he's doing that tapping thing that... Guitar tapping. That Jakey Lee was good at. It's the yo, it's a shot in the dark. One step away from you. Amazing. Yeah. That's right. That's the sound of the eighties, my yeah, friend. For was, you, yeah. right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. So, um, segueing seamlessly into Paul Stanley, you sent me a lovely video. Oh, it was it's charming. One of my favourite. It was on Twitter. Yeah, of course it, it was. was. Paul, Paul giving a performance of uh, Led Zeppelin. You know, it's obviously a famous Led Zeppelin. Uh, one we would well, know. I'm not quite sure what one it was, <laughs> having played the clip. It's the one that goes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, you could hear that bit. Yeah, you didn't recognise that. Well, I didn't recognise the vocals. The vocals. I know. Was it? Was it a comic relief? No, it was someone's birthday party, and he just got up and did a whole lot of love. And you can find it's this a, online. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's like a 30-second clip. You know you get those mashups between Sabbath and Zeppelin. Yeah. So it'll be... I wonder if it was a mashup. Between, no, I don't... Between Kiss doing a terrible version of Whole Lot of Love and an untrained guy who can't sing. Yeah. Who looks, a, in there. who looks and sounds exactly like Paul Stanley. Well, if you put on the clothes and the syrup, I mean, yeah, what yeah. else is there? Well, yeah, he didn't have the makeup on, so you should get, Google the clip now. Google <laughs> it, because the readers will want to hear it, won't The they? readers will want to hear yeah. it. Okay, well, fill it. Just, call, just Google Paul Stanley, oh. whole lot of love. Yes, yeah, so that's actually what I was going to do, John. Yeah. I don't know where you came up with that brilliant idea, but oh, all good. of a sudden, he, all of a sudden, he's a computer genius who instantly <laughs> finds any information. It's at his you fingertips. It, you name it, you name it, mate. I'm, I'm there. Right, ready? Here we go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> doesn't even know the fucking words. <laughs> amazing. He just goes, that was unrehearsed. Yeah. Really? No shit, yeah. Oh, he's starting again. Someone, you see, whoever posted this, whoever posted this has put these two big words across it going, holy <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, with, you know, Paul Stanley, he wasn't, you might have thought maybe he's in the toilet at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's, he's in front of a mic stage, on stage. Into a microphone. Yeah. But he doesn't know the words. No, but he, but and if you don't know the words, you could make them up. Yeah, you could actually sing them. You need help in the road. Yeah, what's he singing? But I mean, when you're old, uh, you know, your um, theory, should we call it a theory that backing tracks are fairly prominent in the world of rock these days? That's not a theory, my friend. Yeah. That's I not mean, a if you theory. go and see Kiss, does Paul Stanley sound like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he makes Axl Rose sound good well, in that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, for those who may have missed it, just... 
It almost goes into park life there. <laughs> oh, what is that? What is that? Oh, they've written, Holy Mother of God. That's the Thanks stuff for, of dreams. Because yeah. you, you're at a party and you, <laughs> you know, you're just having a drink and a chat. There's probably a mixture of ages there. There's all young kids, you know, young culturally rapper, diverse, young rappers and stuff there. You know, hip hop, yeah, gurus, all those kind of people are there. Fashion influence models, it's, models. Yeah, it's like a birthday party. You know, where's and the party? There's, there's, some party. Old, there's some old guys suddenly get up on stage with their guitars and a wig. Yeah, and, and going, was it was it uni? Was it uni? Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that's live in the party up. Some some bloke doing that. Hang on, just suddenly thought Park Life. You're obsessed with I'm blur, not. Aren't you? Play it again. You're fucking it, a bit obsessed. Where you say he's going. Dun, you say, dun, 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 uh, 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 uh. He is. He is. Play it again. You said you can't hear these things, but I'm telling you. I today can't hear you, them. Today you have heard a bit of Bruce Forsyth <laughs> and a bit of Park Life. This is the guy who said the new Guns N' Roses single, perhaps, was a rip-off of Country Life by Blur. You said country that. House. Country House. Oh, yeah, country Life is butter. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Country House. That's, you know what I mean. Lives in an house. Because it had that... <laughs> din, din, din. Let's not start this again. To see you nice. Oh, that's the other one, isn't it? Park life. Park life. (laughs) Jesus Christ almighty. I mean, at what point... We should be locked up. at (laughs) At what point in that... Oh, there's more. I'll leave that. Yeah. You know, at what point in that do you think Paul Stanley started to think, "Oh fuck"? Yeah. And in this day, and it's on a, it's like on a FaceTime thing. It's not like a regular YouTube yeah. video. Someone's obviously been holding up a phone. Yeah. Paul, think, think, man. Yeah. Come you know? to us for direction, advice, advice, life advice, musical yeah. direction. Yeah. I mean. It, Drug For addiction. example, if you've just written a, a good song and a minor member of your band has <laughs> gone off to join Ozzy Osbourne, give us a ring. We'll tell you what might happen. Yeah, uh, and yeah? how to deal with it. And how to deal with it, exactly. Successfully. You know, because obviously you've had lots of money out of Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. 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 I mean, you've never ever moaned about her not paying you. <laughs> Well, let's just say that's a very let's large just, oh, Let's draw club. a discreet veil over there. Yes, that's that. You see, that's, you know, that's actionable, John. Yeah. I, I could sue you for false, <laughs> false, false, falseness. False, <laughs> falsity. Wow. Falsity. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. Right. And on that bombshell. On that note. We bring another coherent. Shattering, another shattering. shattering. The world of rock is now. You won't listen to "Shot in the Dark" again and think, "Oh, that's a great song." And you'll never listen to "Whole Lot of Love" again no. and think that's a great song. Or listen to Paul Stanley. 
there you go. Thank you. There you go. Right, and oh, I've got to find the button now. Hang on. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Uh, goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How do I stop this, Fern?